Okay, welcome back to episode three of The Curious Creator, uh, the show podcast where I'm growing a YouTube channel and sharing anything worthwhile along the way, uh, the good, the bad, the stories, the performance, uh, anything that I think would be interesting to you. This week, we are slightly later than, than usual. This is supposed to come out on Wednesday. The day is Saturday. And not only is the podcast late, but also the video on the main channel is late. Uh, so yes, on the on the second upload, I, I fa failed my upload schedule, um, which is the first thing that I wanted to talk about because I think it is important. As you, If you have watched any of the earlier episodes, you will know my goal is to try and upload a long form every Wednesday, a short the following Wednesday, a long form the Wednesday after that, and, and so on. And yeah, we're three days late uh, on this one, on the second upload. The reason for it was just that some things cropped up, which meant that I couldn't have uh, as much time as I wanted, mainly on speaking to the editor and, and just making sure that that part of the process carried on as normal uh, through through my own uh, mistake. Um, and yeah, it's it's not the end of the world. I, I'm not, you know, sitting here super disappointed with it. The reason we chose to upload uh, with that schedule was to set a goal which would force us to upload you know a, a good amount of work on a consistent basis and we haven't technically skipped an upload this upload is three days late but after this one we will revert right back to the intended schedule and that's what it's there to do it's there to force me to keep uploading videos to to keep learning uh, as fast as as i can and yeah i learned some things with this one being slightly late and the things that cropped up but that's that's what happens when you try to upload a lot of content everything has to be on point the process has to be well organized and if anything crops up uh, that gets in the way of that it can it can have a dramatic impact on on getting content out there so yeah we're a couple of days late but as i said i'm not annoyed about it i'm really happy with the the video that we've made and if you are listening this podcast will be coming out when that main video comes out so feel free to go and watch it on the, on the main channel videos live it's on mr beast as i said last week we're taking advantage of that mr beast social hack early on and uh, yeah it's uh, in terms of what i control a great piece of uh, a great piece of content i'm really happy with it i learned a ton since the first upload which seems crazy because it was only a couple of weeks ago but that is the the big thing that i wanted to talk about was that the learning curve early on is just insane. Like it's ridiculous how quickly you learn things early on. And, and even as someone who has been studying YouTube for you know a couple of years or parts of YouTube for for a couple of years, actually when you get in there and start uploading videos, it it changes the whole dynamic of it. You're not only learning things; you're also putting them into action and just going through this process. The, looking back at the first upload. I would go back and change so much about it and, and even making this second long form video, I kept getting in this this situation where I wanted to go back and restart because I was learning things along the way while making the video that changed how I saw everything about it. And I think that that's something that a lot of people get stuck with, is especially early on when they're learning, is they, they keep learning new things and they keep jumping back and restarting the video and restarting the video and, and basically end up never releasing anything because they just get so obsessed with putting what they've learned into one project the big reason why i want to upload so frequently and on a pretty strict schedule is to stop that happening because the schedule is forcing me to release work even when at some points i 
know there are certain things I could do and go back and change to make it better, but I just haven't got the time to get the video out there. And the reason for that is because I think it's the quickest way to learn. I think, yes, everyone early on learns a ton, but if the way you're using that is by focusing on one video and, and getting in this sort of, sort of uh, perfectionist mindset, you can just keep going back and changing the video and, and yes, you're learning new things, but you're not, it's not the best way to learn, in my opinion. I think getting videos out there and almost having the acceptance that, that what you put out won't be perfect and that you are learning things along the way is a good thing. I want to be looking back at the videos I've only recently released and think, oh, I would change that or that sucks or I would change this, I would do this differently because I think that's just proof of progress. That's showing you are learning and you are actually picking up new things and the content is getting better. I think it's 10 times more effective to do it that way than trying to focus on one video and put everything you learn into one video until you think it gets to a certain standard that you're happy with. But yeah, the learning curve is insane. I'm loving it. This beginner's mindset of going into something new and learning things along the way is a, a really good spot to be in. I'm, I'm, as I said, really enjoying it. And it, yeah, it's fun. It's fun getting stuff out there, learning. And I think that having that bit of humility just to accept that maybe what you're releasing isn't uh, as perfect or at least where you want it to be in, in the long term is absolutely fine. That's the whole process of it. And that's definitely something I'm I'm trying to remind myself um, because it is difficult. And I can see why a lot of people get stuck in, in that sort of routine of not putting stuff out there and, and focusing on on perfecting it. But I think one of the biggest things I've realized from from the first upload to the second video, which is now live, is that a big focus for me is really finding my own unique voice. Being 100% comfortable and confident on the microphone to be able to really let my own personality come out. Because I'm sure most of you watching have you make content and have probably recorded or been on camera in some form before. But I think anyone that says that it isn't awkward at the start is lying because it is awkward. There's no there's no way around it. Sitting down and just speaking to a microphone or on the camera for the early on is awkward. And I think that you only become comfortable in that by putting in the reps, by spending hours in front of a microphone or in front of a camera. And when you do that, that's when you can find your own unique voice. And for me, that's a big priority. So one of the reasons why I wanted to do this podcast alongside it as well was because it's time while I am just sitting with a microphone and speaking into it. Yes, it's in a slightly different form than the voiceover would be, but it's still the same thing. Like, and I even know by doing this podcast, comparing this episode to the first episode, I'm way more comfortable on the microphone already. And hopefully that will get reflected in, in the main channel videos and the voiceovers that I do. And eventually when I go talking headshots. I'm just more comfortable in front of the camera. And, and that's, as I said, when my unique voice can come out. And that's a big priority for me. You know, making content that is really uniquely mine. I want people, when they're watching a video of mine, to know instantly that it's me. And I want them to be entertaining. I want them to be funny. And I want to be, yeah, I think that comes from being confident uh, as possible. And, and that just comes through time. So that's a big thing that I'm focused on as well. And yeah, we'll see how that goes. What else did I want to discuss? I wanted to talk about shorts. Um, so I've got to be honest, shorts are more fun than I thought. I really enjoyed making the first short and 
I'm excited to continue to make them. Um, I really enjoy the lower investment required compared to a long form video and the, the, the quicker turnaround and feedback. You can go from idea to execution to feedback in a much shorter loop than you can with a long form video. And it, it reminds me more of Twitter where I've been making content for the last couple of years. Like a tweet, it's very short. You know, it doesn't take long to make. It, it gets out there. It has a shelf life of about 24 hours where you get feedback and then it sort of dies and then it goes into into nothing. And I, that's sort of what reminds me of shorts. Now, shorts can be, you know, it's not necessarily that they only have a 24-hour life cycle, but they, they, you're getting results and feedback much quicker than you are of a long form, especially compared to how much went into making it. And I really enjoy that part of it. And I'm really interested to see how they play out. As you know, the focus is to try and build a short strategy and a long form strategy that work together. I don't think you have to see them as two different, entirely different forms of content. I'm seeing them very much as two different types of content that, that work under one channel. And my goal is to really focus on making them as related and integrated with the long form videos as possible. You know, going back to that previous point, really working on creating content whether that's long or short, that reflects my own unique voice and style and, and building this consistent style through the channel. And I'm, I'm excited to see how that comes together because as I, as I said before, I don't, I don't know what that is yet. <laughs> We're trying to work it out. Uh, and I think that uh, shorts are so new that some people may claim they know as well, but realistically, everyone's figuring it out. They've only been out for a blink of an eye compared to long form videos. So yeah, I'm excited to see how that goes. I, I think I'm learning a lot from shorts, which is also translating to the long form, which is great as well. And one of the big realizations was that when I was making the last short, I was really focused on what it is actually giving to the viewer. Like what is the value of a short? And I was thinking very much from the viewer's perspective and putting myself in the viewer's shoes and trying to understand what it is they were on shorts for and what they were trying to get out of shorts. And when you do that, you start to realize that that shorts are really there for, like 99% of shorts are there for entertainment. And because there is no search function, there's no selection process, it's very much just, you're very much just given what you, you've been fed, if that makes sense. And I, I think that realization actually translates across the long form more than more people think. Like while there is some choice in what you click on, I think even education content is just a variation of entertainment content. And it's just the fact that people that click on education content get their entertainment through being educated, if that makes sense. And that was a realization that I had of, of my own channel. Uh, I, I think that when I, that first upload I did was very much focusing on the education side of things. That was what I was building. That was the assumption that I was building the video around. Actually now in part of the video that I've just released, but also for future videos, I've I've realized that actually the video is there for more for entertainment. People are going to be clicking on that video because they're bored, because they are on their mobile or on their desktop and they, they just want to be entertained for 5, 10, 15 minutes, however long the video is. And I think that that shift in framing of the video is, is going to have a really big impact because I think that it shifts the, the focus and the priorities of when you're making a video. As I said, yes, you can still educate through your content if you are an education-based creator. But I, I really think the number one goal is to entertain. And you can entertain through education, but 
I just, yeah, it's, it was just a shift in, in sort of awareness of the viewer from my side that, that, that was definitely something that interested me. And, and that's going to be the focus of a lot of, of future videos is that, that need to entertain first and educate second. And I think that a lot of, a lot of creators could probably benefit from that shift. And even if it's not that specific, depending on the content you're making, that awareness of the viewer and why they're clicking on your video, what is it that they want from being on YouTube at that moment in time, and then making content that gives them that. Because your your content is only as good as your viewers decide. You know, they're they're the thing that everything revolves around. So build content for them and and, and see where that gets you. And yeah. Uh excited to see how that plays out. And the yeah, the next and final thing I want to discuss with the video that was launched. I've already discussed that it was slightly late and uh, that it is on Mr. Beast. I said last week that it was going to be taking advantage of that Mr. Beast social hack uh, early on because I think it's probably the most overpowered social hack in the game at the moment. And yeah, the title is How Mr. Beast Conquered YouTube. Um, thesis was basically centered around the fact that a lot of people get so focused on his individual strategies and videos and techniques that they overlook the fundamental reasons of why he's successful. And I think that while there is some value in looking at his strategy and all that side of things, I actually think the most value for the most amount of people is the things about him that have allowed him to do what he's done. And that is what the video is basically sent around. Um, please go watch it. I'll link in the description. I would love your feedback as always. Uh, and if you can comment on that video, you can send me a message on Discord. You can send me a message on Twitter, wherever reach out i normally reply or i try to reply to everyone so uh yeah if you if you you reach out i will we'll get back to you and that's what i need at this point you know analytics are good but really i need your feedback i need to to hear from from viewers what it is they liked what they didn't like how it can be improved what they want to see more of and yeah i hope you enjoy that video that's pretty much all i wanted to to speak about uh this this week and uh yeah Thank you all, as always, for, for listening, for watching uh, this and the main channel. And yeah, I'll see you next week.